The Wealth and Wisdom Podcast with Darren Vinette. The podcast that focuses on helping leaders and entrepreneurs take their life and business to new levels by strengthening their faith, family, finance, and fitness. Veteran entrepreneur and business coach Darren shares insights and expertise to help emerging and experienced leaders alike acquire something more valuable than riches, the acquisition of real wealth. This podcast is for the everyday champion who refuses to be common, average, stuck, or stagnant, but is called to live a life of wealth and wisdom. Are you ready for increase? Here's your host, the ambassador of increase, Darren Vinette. I don't know what's going on in your life, but I'm going to tell you, this is the fourth quarter. It's October 1st, 2023. You need to get your mind right and be aware of what's going on. In the business world, kingdom business leaders, it's, this is what you call the fourth quarter. It is the last cycle of the business year. It's the last cycle of how money flows in, in as far as the business calendar year flows. And I'm looking for some fourth quarter finishers. It's time to finish strong. I don't care if you got the first three quarters you lost, you're going to win this quarter because we're going to drag you past the finish line. I'm not looking back. I'm talking about it's time to look forward. God says forward, march, forward, march, forward, march. God is not a God to go backwards. Listen, stop, repent from making plans for going backwards. Repent. God is a forward God. He does not go backwards. And we will fight you too. You need to get a fighter's mentality. You need to get a mentality that, listen, come, even if I lose, I'm going to lose scratching your eyes out, but I'm not going backwards. I will not be defeated. I'm going to fight you. When you fight a bully over and over and over and over, he, he winds up serving you. Because even a bully is going to slip up. And when you slip up, that's when I'm going to clock you. But I'm going to fight you. Know this, devil. Know this sickness. Know this anxiety. Know this worry. Know this shame. I'm going to fight you every day, all day, multiple times a day. You will know my name. The devil knows your name. This is why he's fighting you with discouragement and distractions and delays, hoping that you take the bait. Ain't going to happen. Permission to quit has been denied. Eh. No, 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 no. I'm trying to tell you, this is, the, listen, listen. The reason why God says fight is because you have to understand when he delivered the children of Israel from Egypt, they were slaves over 400 years. And as slaves, you're used to being provided for people taking care of you. But when you become a king, a businessman, an entrepreneur, you have to learn to take care of yourself. And so when he delivered the children out of Israel, he took them out of Egypt, but he had to get Egypt out of them. It was God's hardest task. And if God ever failed, it would be because he couldn't reach those people to get their mindset changed. And so what I'm saying is that this is the season. This is the time right now that God has already moved. He's already delivered you out of Egypt. Your status has already been changed. But we got to get that mentality to line up what God's already done. It's called renewing your mind. God is already saved. He's already healed. He's already done what he's going to do. He saved you by grace. Now, let me explain what that means. Grace means that you weren't qualified from the beginning. Grace means that you were not able to qualify. Grace means you didn't have it together. You were out, busted, broke, disgusted. You were in a state where you're not qualified in any arena. But God said, listen, let them go. Let them into the kingdom. And so because grace has saved you, when you couldn't do it for yourself, now God's saying maintain dominion. 
take over, legislate, govern, rule, reign, fight. You only fight when you have something to lose. And so slaves had nothing to lose. I'm telling you because your status has changed, you're no longer a slave. You have a kingdom inheritance. And so God says, fight. Do you know the reason why he took the slaves of the children of Israel, the former slaves, out of Egypt? He took them the long way, the way of the Red Sea. It's because he needed it. it really, it took, it, he took them the longest route. Why would God take them the longest route? Because if he took them the shortest route, which is only about a month, if you look at on, on as far as the logistics of it, he took them the shortest route because the shortest route would have had them encounter enemies. And when you're a slave, you're not used to fighting for what's yours. So he took them the longest route so he can get their mind right. He get their mind renewed that, wait a minute, I own stuff. I'm worth something. And so your whole battle is to get right. Wait a minute, I am worthy. No, imposter syndrome, what is that? Your whole, your whole fight has been, wait, I can do this. I am somebody. I do have a legitimate vision. I am credible. I don't need them to approve me. And so once you finally get that clear, your 40 years, then you come into the promised land. And so God is saying it's time to fight the fight of faith. Listen, God never, and I'm talking about a capital N, he never told you to fight the devil. That's your problem. You've been fighting the devil. And when it came to the devil, he said one thing, resist the devil and he will flee. And that's your problem. You've been fighting the devil and you cannot fight the devil. Even though you got the greater one on the inside of you. He says, resist the devil. It's not, he's not even worth the fight. He tells you, only time he tells you fight, he says, fight the good fight of faith, which is you against you. You see, the whole your biggest enemy is you against you. <clears throat> when it comes to devil, that's not an issue. He's not even an issue to be concerned about. And so what I'm saying to you is that you're going to have to have a fighter's mentality. Look, I'm telling you right now, I, I listen, I couldn't have planned this. Today is October 1st, the fourth quarter. I need some fourth quarter finishers. I, if you're a fourth quarter finisher, put a one in the chat. You know I don't chat, but I'm going to chat today. There's my one. I'm one. I'm one. <laughs> I'm a fourth quarter finisher. And I need you to have the mentality that I'm going to fight and I'm going to finish strong. Come hell or high water. And you're not fighting by yourself anymore. Some of you have been fighting by yourself for so long, it's just hard to believe that you could ever win. You see, that's the problem. The kingdom is about us winning together. He says this, until we all come together in the unity of the faith, there is something beyond, bigger than you. It's called we. And you can, listen, you've had to be strong. I'm glad you were strong. You're still strong because you had to be. But now that time is over. That season's over. Listen, anytime you see the world doing something that the church is doing, you know the world's telling you do, there's going to be trouble coming. The, the prophets have already told you trouble's coming. Well, you ought to be prepared. You better, you better be preparing because when the world and the church say the same thing, God's prophets, something is happening. You need to be ready. So listen, I just have a very, very brief few things I want to share with you. I will go back and listen to this because the, the, the prayer that I didn't even, I was going to play a nice little Christian Baptist prayer, y'all. But something came over me and I said, listen, we got to fight, y'all. This is it. This is it. This is your finest moment. For some, it will be nothing. But for others that catch us, like, wait a minute, we have to fight. Because you only fight when you have something of worth. See, I'm going to tell you like this. You, some, especially those who coaching clients, you only show up to practice when you plan to play. And you only, if you don't plan to play, the Bible says study to show yourself approved. You don't study because you don't plan to perform. 
You don't practice in the, for the play if you don't plan to be in the play. So if you're not showing up, if you're not consistent, if, if you're not, look, showing up is half the battle. Just showing up day by day, over and over. So consistency is a battle. It's in the financial world, they call it compounding interest. At so much time, that one penny over a period of time compounds and it turns into millions. Just, just steady as you go, drop, drop, drop. And so if you would just commit to say, I'm going to do this, I'm, I'm going to do this for, listen, let's look at it like this. Compare those five, seven, eight, six years you spent just going to college, accumulating $100,000, $200,000 worth of debt and not even guaranteed to get a job that pays you the same thing you invested in. So you compare that to putting a little, a few weeks and months and years into, I'm not even going to say years because there's a spirit of acceleration right now. The spirit realm is moving. Listen, there's an acceleration right now in the spirit realm. I'm telling you, this is a prayer and prophetic encounter. I'm prophetically telling you things are happening now. The ground is right. If you're a woman, you know there's a certain time when a woman can conceive real easy. This is that time. This is a fertile ground. But see, you sold 20 times, it didn't work. But this time, Time right here oh my god oh my god and you have to understand see nothing happens until you conceive see you could have sex 50 times and nothing changed but when you conceive everything changes i'm trying to tell you you got to get you you got to have faith being conceived in your heart because when a woman conceives her, her whole makeup can change change Whole attitude changes, whole level of expectation changes, her career, everything is altered. And when you conceive a thing by faith, everything changes. And then you say, oh, I got a reason to fight now. I got to make some changes now. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This is it. This is if you catch it by faith, this is it. See, the, your biggest enemy is everything that happened to you in the past, good and bad. And God said, I need you to wipe all that away because this is the new slate. Slate has been clean. It's almost like the year of Jubilee. Every 50 years, the slaves were set free. If you're old or anything, Jubilee. This is Jubilee. It's, it, this, this is it. I gotta I don't know any other way to tell you. This is it. And so, and you're not alone. And, and so you're going to have to use your faith. And not, you know, not only have a fighter's mentality, but use your faith. Fight with your faith. Fight in the spirit realm. Some of you may never fought in your life, but you better fight now. You better fight. It's not a matter of if you can fight. It's a matter of you're going to have to fight. It's when you're going to fight. And so let me give you my few little notes. I, I, I praise God for what he already said. I'm going to go listen to this. So, so it's time to speak up, stand up, rise up, and move forward because the spoils are waiting. You say, well, Darren, I'm struggling. That was then. This is now. You got to move forward. You got to move, move. Listen, God is a God of movement. And when you stop moving, you start dying. When you stop moving, you better move something. Go to work in a different direction. Move your coffee pot from the left side of the counter to the right side of the counter. But you better move something. Wake up to a new day. Drive to work differently. Call three people in the morning when you didn't. You better do something different. The Bible says that, 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 there, was, that there was darkness upon the face of the waters. And the spirit of God moved. It was darkness upon your checkbook status. And God said, move. Well, what am I going to move, Lord? Move something. You got to move. You got to speak. Many of you gonna just have to open your mouth and say, "Listen, I need some help." Some of y'all too stubborn to ask for help, and God said, "Well, I've already gave the gave you grace through the people, but you won't ask." And some of you don't need to ask nobody for nothing. You just need to go to work. And then some of y'all just need to ask for the sale. You have not because you has not. So, something you're doing the same thing, expecting results. And so God says, "Where's your current fight of faith, and are your words aligning or matching up with that fight?" 
or your words aligning what you're believing for. You believe it for one thing, but your words are saying something else. Oh, those kids, you know, my son, my daughter, just they're just a mess and, and they're acting up and I keep praying for them. Well, you could have kept that prayer because you prayed for them and didn't say they're a mess. Well, which one is going to be? You need to make up your mind. So, our Father, I speak life over my children. I thank you, Lord, that they're not where you desire to be right now, but I speak life over them. I thank you that they walk in your divine inheritance because you said the seed of the righteous is blessed and I'm the righteous and they're my seed, so they are blessed. See, that's what I'm talking. All oh, your words line up. Oh, I pray for you to heal, for God to heal me. But, you know, my arthritis is, it comes back and well, it's your arthritis. It's yours. So you own it. So you can't get rid of it. All oh, your words are lining up with the things you're believing for. This is a fight of faith. This is a war of words because you can't talk by faith and you can't walk by faith and not talk by faith. They don't match. Your walk and talk have to match. Something else again. He says, Darren, practice. I'm just telling you what he told me. I hope it helps you. He said, practice dominion faith by exercising your faith. Practice. In other words, what does it mean, practice? You always stretch before you perform. Stretching tells the muscles that it's time to, to work. And so if you're going to walk by faith, you got to start stretching your faith. You always give 100, you might as well give 200. You don't have faith, but stretch your faith. You give 10, give 11. And it's not just money. Go in another room. You, you do five-minute workout, do 10 minutes. You got to stretch your faith. Stretching is growth. Stretching is saying, I refuse to be here. Before I get out of my bed every morning, I do seven minutes of stretching before I get out of the bed. Before I get out of the bed. So by the time I get out of bed, my body is fully ready. To, I'm ready to work. I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to perform. High levels of expectation. High levels of expectation. You lose hope when you don't think there's no better, nothing better coming. Oh my God, I'm so excited because what's on the inside of me is changing everything on the outside of me. I cannot wait to get to work. Literally, have to, wait, wake me up, wake up. Get up. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. So grace is, oh my God, this is good. Grace is made a way even though you weren't qualified, even though you were wrong. Even though you were guilty, grace said he made a way. Grace opened up the door. Now you got to step into the new season of new open doors. Oh, my God. I'm trying to tell you that God's grace has made a way. But then you have to open, you have to walk through the doors into the new season and the opportunities, despite how it feels. It's not going to always feel good. Grace has made a way, but you got to work. You got to step into the opportunities. So I'm going to read you a few notes and I'm done. He said... I'm going to show you what he, it just blessed me. Oh my God, oh my God. He says, God's grace will save you, heal you, protect you, all without you being perfect. That's some of us' challenge. You're trying to, you can't get to a certain level when God says, well, now you're approved. You are pre-approved with all your issues. I really don't even know what you need to know what they are. See, there's no difference between a crackhead high on crack on a sofa, like just strung out, and a food addict high on the crack sugar addiction on the sofa stretched out with the remote. The same results. You are ineffective and out of order. So God is saying God's grace, sugar addict, food addicted one, whatever your issue is, will heal you, protect you. Sometimes you've been protected and didn't even know you are being protected. Without you being perfect or having it all together, some of y'all trying to get it all together. How's that working out for you? Ain't going to work. 
But after you finally receive his grace, knowing that you never had it all together and can't get it together, then it's your response. It, that goes for your business too. I'm going to do this when I get this together. Okay. After you receive his grace, then it's your responsibility to maintain what he's done for you. For example, God saves your soul, but you renew your mind. You hear me say it over and over. Renew your mind because you can't have the mind that you have now. So you got a $500 mind and God's trying to give you $500 million. They don't function the same. The, the $500 mind just wants to get his bills paid. And, if, and when the opportunity comes, it's too afraid to move because you see, I tell you all the time, poverty has nothing to do with money. Poverty is the spirit of root, spirit of fear. And when you get rid of the root of fear, then you stop the fruit of fear, which is poverty and every whole other thing like that. So, so God saves your soul, you renew your mind. It's the real responsibility. Main, this is how you maintain dominion authority. You maintain your body, not God. God's not going to renew, you got to go maintain your body. It's the spirit of maintenance. You study and show yourself approved. You manage your money. You agree to walk in love. You agree to forgive people. You agree to renew your mind. You govern and legislate. You declare and you decree. The problem is you not doing nothing. Leave God alone until you do what you're supposed to do. Because we are no longer slaves. And so you have to, now let me tell you why this is a problem for many of us. When you're a slave, the master takes real good care of you. It could be a slave to a job, a slave to a system, slave to an industry. It doesn't matter. When you're a slave, they are responsible for taking care of their slaves because they won't profit anymore. Now that you're in a free economy, you're a free man or woman, you're responsible for yourself. Slaves have to be told what to do. Go do this. Go do that. It's like little children. And the Bible says, Paul says, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man or a woman, I put away childish things, which means you don't have to tell me to show up for me because I'm responsible for me. I do what I do. I do the work. I show up. I appreciate his amazing grace. The reason it was so amazing because I never would have got it together. Never would have made it. But guess what? I, that's why he says, don't frustrate the grace of God because you're doing the same thing over and over and over. And I told you, make the decision and stop trying to do everything by yourself. Yo, I love y'all. God bless y'all.